Hey, Ty Brady here with Brady Insurance Marketing in the Ty Brady Way, one of the nation's largest field marketing organizations that helps independent agents achieve a six and seven figure income with the systems and strategies that I'm going to talk about with you today. Welcome back to another episode of the Ty Brady Way. And today I have a very exciting guest, my wife. She has, uh, she's phenomenal. And a lot of people have been asking, what's your wife been up to? I'm like, you know what? I got to have her on the show. So I finally convinced her. Um, it's, you know, it's been a few months and I said, Hey, I'll let her tell her story. So for the audience, you know, I think let's recap, you know, last year a little bit and then where you're at now, because a lot of people are like, Hey, what is she doing? You know, I know that you, uh, you gave up your crown, someone, your successor took it over. You're still involved in the pageant. You know, people asked about, are you doing first responder meals? We've done a little bit of that as well. But yeah, what, let's do a recap of where you, where you were at and then where you're going here. Okay, well, and it's not that I didn't want to come on the show. It's that every time you asked me, it was literally like, uh, I can't. I've got 8,000 things yeah. with the kids going on. So I'm like, that's why it's taken us so long. But okay, so where am I at? I am, I, honestly, I don't even know where to begin. So last year was a whirlwind for us. Mm -hmm. It really was in so many good ways. I did, I passed on my crown to Jamie Hadfield and was so happy to have her. She's been competing with me for a couple of years. She is amazing. Make sure you follow Utah American, Mrs. Utah American. So that was in March. Let's see. But leading up to that, we were able to go to New York Fashion Week. We were able to walk for Mark Defang, which was I can't even begin to tell you it was a once in a lifetime experience that hopefully well, we get okay, to do again. I know what that is. Tell the audience what that is. What's okay, Fashion Week? So New York Fashion Week is, it's the epic to me. I mean, it's, it's the pinnacle. You're a runway model, right? Yeah. Okay. As we got to, we got to do runway modeling. Uh, Mark Defang is a huge designer for pageant stuff. And so that's who I was able to walk for. I'm hoping to be able to do it again in the future. I did have it on my radar for this year. However, Ty and I get to go on the most epic <laughs> trip this year to New Zealand. And so we're going to postpone New York Fashion Week for another year. Maybe, hopefully, we'll get another one in next year. But so that's, I was able to do New York Fashion Week. We were able to do Pass Out of My Crown in March. I have been able to do... You went some, to, we went to Jamaica as a family. Yeah, we went to Jamaica as a family for our big family trip. I went to South Africa for, you know, a little Yeah, uh, I'm like, you yeah. left for South Africa. And then as far as, like, pageant stuff goes, I will forever be involved in the Mrs. Utah pageant. Okay. Because to me, what it did for me personally was it gave me a place of growth and development and connection with other women. And I think every single woman on the face of the earth should have that. And so for me, I will forever be at least on the sidelines or in the background. I it's like a sorority, right? It It's even better than that. Okay. I've never been a part of a sorority, but you know, <laughs> that's the only thing I can compare it's, it to. It's, it's a place where you can feel safe as a woman to be able to be vulnerable, but then to also be able to grow and know that you're not the only one. And the amount of growth that I've been able to have over the years competing with the Mrs. Utah pageant has been so transformational, not only for me, but I think for our family, because I think I'm able to show up better because I have these specific goals. I have these things that have driven me 
to show up better personally. Yeah. And I think that's what everybody needs. So that's. So you're not going to go on another pageant per se, but you're going to be involved in, right. in, in, in that pageant in the background. Uh, how, you know, if they can connect with you on social media, if they're interested in be going to the pageant yeah. or being contestant or those types of things. Yep. Uh, so then, you know, one of the things you went to fashion week, you said you're going to do that in the future. That's great. One of the things that I've seen you do recently is you've been, uh, you have a, what do they call them? A, uh, a talent, what do they tell it? You have a agent for uh, auditions and shows and you did your first commercial here a little while ago. I'm still, when's it coming out? You're like, I don't know. When's it coming out? You know, and you do a lot of auditions. Uh, you know, tell us a little bit about that and, and you're uh, pursuing that. Yes, I am. I'm contracted with Urban Talent Management is my, is my manager now. And I was able to book a commercial. I do lots of auditions, but I only have done one commercial, but. I mean, it's coming. Well, she'll be on the Harmock channel. I keep telling the boys she's going to be like the AT&T woman or progressive lady and she's going to make millions and I can retire. Okay, good. Yeah, that's what we keep saying. But we are, we're hoping that, you know, eventually we'll get more gigs. I'm getting better. I have not, I have, I have learned trial by fire with this. It is a lot to it. There is not just like a a click here. Yeah. Yeah, it is it's he you've helped me with auditions before and you're like wow i didn't okay all right and i'm like nope the lighting's not like right nope the the audio is not right i got to do it again and you're just like uh okay star did a great job by the way when she star, helped you and okay. you got that audition you I got know. more of her I, guess. I know the one that star actually helped me do no joke our seven-year-old it was lines that we had to read back and forth and star read the opposite lines because they were just a very simple she still, okay. she still got it memorized. I'm sure she does. She I don't even know what it was. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was a commercial for a pest control company back east. I don't, honestly, I don't even know when it's going to air. We are supposed to get a copy of it, but it could be a year or so. But that is, so I've been doing, I'm hoping to be able to do some print modeling with it is kind of what I was going for. I actually had no intention of doing commercials and movies. But at this point, I'm just like, sure, whatever. We just kind of roll with it. But yeah. So yeah, the pa- we everyone on to give an update on the pageant, uh, kind of what we've been doing the yeah. last year. You know, it's, it's the year end. Uh, we got Christmas parties and family parties, those types of things. Yep. So where where do you want to go? What's that? What? It, oh, you did uh, you did do another pageant, which I really liked, a little bit different. Um, I'd like to see you compete in more of those because it isn't it wasn't to me it wasn't like your traditional pageant. It was more like a modeling competition, I guess I would say. Yeah. But uh, that was really cool. There was one we went in Dallas. What was that? America's Most Beautiful. So that was, okay. that was kind of my last hurrah because I had come off of passing on my crown. And America's Most Beautiful is, it is a different kind of pageant. You still can have a platform. You still can have your service and all the things that are epic behind the scenes with a pageant. But it is very much more uh, fashion forward, a little bit of a different style versus the America pageant. And yeah, I don't know. Right now, I, as far as competing in another pageant, I love that you. <laughs> we joked about this the other day because no joke, standing in the kitchen, I, I was like, we were just talking. I don't even remember what we were saying, but you said, oh yeah, well, next time you compete in a pageant. And I was like, wait, what? And I said, okay, for right now, I, I don't have the pageant bug right no. now. Now, I'm not saying no in the future because I will always leave a 1%, at least a door open. But for right now, I want to be behind the scenes helping and coaching other women. And not necessarily like coaching, like I don't want to start a coaching business. That is not what I want to do. But I love mentoring the girls that are coming on 
And so that's kind of where I want to sit right now. But maybe in the future, we'll leave the door open for A and B or something. Well, I, I know the one lady that won uh, the pageant, yes, you, you had lots of conversations with her just mm -hmm. to tell her what it's about. And she actually did it. First time competing. And, oh, I for mean, Utah. Yeah, yeah for she, the actually, she ended up, actually ended up winning. But I remember you having lots of conversations about, okay, how do I do this? She wanted to know who, what, where, when, and why. Yeah. And you were there to help her. We want to do more stuff like that and help people on the bat, on the um, behind the scenes. Yeah, that's that's kind of where my heart is right now, and that's where that's I think that's why I don't really feel the bug to compete is because I do get my cup filled up that way. Seeing other people. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's that's more right now where my heart lies. So. You know, as being an entrepreneur and a business owner, and you know, I always tell people I think they should do what I do, right? And you're yeah. like, hey, you're just as passionate about that when it comes to pageant. Everyone should do compete in a pageant for themselves right. and see what they're able to do. A lot of people, I remember asking you, they're like, why does your wife compete in a pageant? And I'm like, I don't know. I'll ask her. And I asked you, and I and why? For me, I know now. Yeah. Why did you compete in a pageant, and why is that sash so important? So. Honestly, my answer to you was it people listen. Yeah. When you have a sash on and you wear that crown out in public, people pay attention. People truly do want to help you. And it's not that they don't want to help without that. It's that it, it's a trust factor for sure. And so I will never forget the very first thing I did as Mrs. Harriman, the very first time I competed. So this was 2020. We turned around and I was like, COVID hit. And I was like, we have to do something. We have to do something. And I, no joke, threw it out to my social media. And I said, as Mrs. Harriman, I want to raise money to be able to take lunches to first responders. Mm -hmm. And people came out in troves and answered the call. People just started handing over money. And I do believe that it was because of that title, Mrs. Harriman. So it's one of those things that people have a trust factor with the sash. Yeah. And they listen, they listen. And that was, that was kind of what for me got the ball rolling. And I, I really do believe that if you want to make a difference, the sash is a powerful way to do it. Now, can you do it without the sash? Of course you can. I think it just speeds it up. I agree. And, That's... And, and if anyone's been part of a pageant, they know that everyone has a platform. Right. And the platform is, is what are your passion? What are you trying to give back? Is it you know, the lady that just won this last year was about, she'd lost a child. Uh, uh, yeah, Bailey, an infancy, yes. Or what are you, I don't even care to say the term, but. Infancy and, loss, and, yes. and she wanted to help other women that have experienced the same thing or right. couldn't get pregnant. Right. So her story was phenomenal. One, a couple other things is, you know, our kids are very proud of you as well. And one of the things they just said, uh, it was cracking me up, is the Drexen was in the school and he says, hey, my mom used to be U Miss Utah American. And the teacher without him even knowing, Googled her and found her. And she put the picture up in front of the whole school and said, which one's your mom? And a lot of the kids didn't believe that the lady in the middle was his mom. And the teacher was so proud of not only her, but then my, my son as well. But there's little stories like that where they're like, hey, that's my mom. I don't know what it is with kids these days. They're like, dad, I Google you. And the first thing that comes up is your podcast show, or it comes up about your insurance business or whatever. A lot of people say, well, that's not your dad. And they're like, no, it is. And it just as you know, as we were talking about this a little earlier. It's through almost three years uh, starting social media and the, the, the platforms we're getting on more platforms and it just keeps growing. And just to hear people's stories and how we're able to give back each and every day. 
any other last thoughts you want to leave with the audience? You got to kind of them up to speed on, you know, what you've done. Uh, maybe something you, you are chasing or maybe chasing this next year. <laughs> New Zealand's a big one. We're coming up. I just told you we're down to less than 50 days now. I know. I'm I was like, so excited. You and I are going to New Zealand on our couples retreat that yeah. we have for this year. But, uh, okay, so what's in store? I am training for my next bodybuilding show. So I am, that's kind of... Something. I'm still telling you I'm going to do it. And you keep like, Todd, I don't know if you're ready. Uh, I don't know if you're ready. Whatever yeah. you want to do. <laughs> but um, I, I do want to compete there because it's been a little bit. Mrs. Utah took a lot t- to manhandle for the last couple of years. So I haven't been able to do bodybuilding. But I do want to do that. And then I, I don't know, maybe a pageant in my future. But right now I am, honestly, I just need to be home. That's where my heart keeps telling me is I just, I need to be home. I need to be able to manhandle this crazy schedule and what's going on with all the kids because it is insane. It takes sometimes three or four of us to manhandle our kids' schedules. And so, but I do, I do firmly believe kind of like the story you just told of Drexen though. I do believe that as parents, I want to grow up to be a parent that my kids are proud of. And that's something that I have tried to live by. I think that's something that I is kind of just instilled in my heart. And so, and I don't ever want my kids to believe that they can't chase their dreams. Yeah. And so if I can leave anything to everybody is, is do it literally just do it, whatever it is, because you look back and you'll be proud of yourself. Your kids will be proud of you. And that's something that for them is, is so important right now that we instill in them because who are we to say, Oh, well you can grow up to be president one day. You can grow up to be a doctor. And those kids turn around and look at you and say, well, why didn't you do it? What were your dreams? What were your dreams? Why didn't you chase your dreams? And that's, that's honestly the, probably the one thing I want to leave with everybody today. It's never too late. Nope. I think people think it's too late for them to start. And so they don't even, they don't even start. It's never too late. Um, your dreams die literally when you die and, or you make a choice and let the dream die on its own, but keep chasing that dream, whatever it is. I mean, I keep joking about this bodybuilding thing and, and I told myself I'd never get on stage. If I do do it, um, it's going to be box. What do they call them? The, 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 uh, shorts. the board shorts. What do you call it? Board shorts. Board shorts. That, yeah. I wouldn't get on a little. I think speedo. it's men's I physique. I don't. Men's know. physique. I can't do the little uh, whatever you he call it. He won't that. do the speedo. No, no, no. If I do it, but I'd like to say one, you know, one day. One maybe. day. I gotta. I just kid around mostly and say I'm gonna do it. Well, anything else, and then we'll wrap this up. And thank you so much for finally. You know, it's been a little bit, but finally got you on. I know a lot of people will be excited to hear what you've been doing, what you've been up to, and maybe some possibilities of what to do. But dream. Don't let your dream die. No. Just do it. That's great. Any uh, last thoughts? No, I think I, yeah, I think we're good. Well, thank you for being on the show again. And always share, like, and subscribe. And we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Type Radio Way. As always, share, like, and subscribe. Um, go to Instagram at ty.r.brady. And as always, love hearing from you. And let me know what you want to learn on the show or what you'd like me to bring up on the show. Thanks. You can find the Ty Brady Way on Instagram as well as Facebook. 
To stay connected with giveaways and Ty himself, go ahead and follow at ty.r.brady on Instagram as well as Facebook. This podcast was recorded, edited, and produced by Whitney Face Media Marketing. The theme music is an excerpt from Hot Chicken of the Woods by Isaac Joel.